0: What's up, y'all? It's
1: the world we'll famous Van Loomis. Right here. Ooh, hey, you're now listening to the sounds of the Scramble Life Podcast. Are you ready? Hell
2: yeah. Alright, here we go. Here. Oh, my This the chronicles of a black magician, left the rap business, made some plaques with an unthreatening black image. But that's finished, you niggas still ass kissing. Catfishing. before I was rap fishing, I had visions of multi millions in packed buildings. Everybody's depressed, no happiness. It's sad when you find out the world is trash, isn't it? <laughs> Wait till they discover flat. If I ever made me a movie and casted it, you wouldn't have to be a dysfunctional black family, a single and sad, a cell crack to act in it. The crook and enslavia, you, you, send the prayers Like sky daddy's blessing black people with good behavior Like, Dude. you're a good nigger, yeah. you're a good nigger yeah. Here's a gold sticker And I, and I, and I swear it's folks going through my house When they know I ain't home It be your own people, you don't know what I'm on Shout it up with Shouty Slim like, nigga, pick up the phone Stayed up to 5 a.m. just to finish this song You ain't gotta say, let's get it, bitch, I got it I ain't gotta dumb it down, they just gotta catch up I don't need a Boy Scout badge, bitch, I ain't a tiger cub Fuck you and your entire club Fuck you bitch, I'm fired up I'm the whole entire club The way I drive, fuck my tires up Game over, nigga, time's up Me and my bitch, fuck your bitch You ain't know she was with the shit Yeah, we some thugs, no kids Whoa, I'm hot as fuck, just a seal Bobby ray bands, I'm the shit Fake niggas keep jumping shit How good? This good, yeah. It's more the life than being hood rich. Yeah, you know ain't on yeah, you know what i my own. Yeah, you know ain't on what i my own. You ain't on what i my own. Chopped it up with Shot and nigga, picked up the phone. Chopped it up with B Rich, nigga, picked up the phone. Chopped it up with TJ, nigga, picked up the phone. Chopped it up with B side lived a real street life. Chopped it up with Playboy Trey, picked up the phone. Chopped it up with Lenny. Chopped it up with Hobbit. Chopped it up with Job. Chopped it with the money, chopped it up with Till Chopped it up with Rocket, chopped it up with Tech 9 Nigga, who gon' stop me? Nigga know I'm my band, nigga know I'm not playing What's the name, what's the name? Could it be Racine? Nigga know I'm the bomb, whoa, keep stop it Racist white people look at me like Ben Laden how, how many crisis actors out here rapping today? How many dick appointments can't she make in a day? Yum, yum Young guys think they coldest can be But even triple OGs get older than these Always knew niggas was gonna wake up Ain't shit to worry about if you ain't tryna oppress us The whole hotep club, the whole no flex club But if you had the money, buy a Rolex club Gotta be broke to be woke, no check club No sex, no neck No neck, no sex, no sex How much clout, how much clout, how much, clout? How, much how much clout Make that ass come out how much cloud make them titties come out? How much cloud? How much cloud? How much cloud make you fakers take a bow? Game over. Yo,
3: yo. <laughs> you yeah. back in the house once again for another episode of the Scramble Life Podcast. It's your boy G, and I got my man L. Scratch on the other line, y'all. What's up? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Back up in here after a holiday week. With episode Indeed. number eight. <clears throat> Ocho. Yes, yes. Number eight is in effect. Uh, how
4: was your holiday week? Uh, the week itself was actually flamboyant. We had that fantastic weather. Once again, whenever mm-hmm. the sun is shining bright and it's above 50 degrees in the five boroughs, that's a blessing. So it was a great week. You know, spent Thursday with the family, kept it nice and light. You know, I call it family day. We had some. Nice food prepared, and, you know, it was nice and the way it was supposed to be for the ending of this crazy-ass year.
3: Yeah, that's right, that's right. Same here. I had a nice big Thanksgiving meal. Hung out, got full, still eating yesterday. Uh So, yeah, it was a great week for me, and, you know, I'll say that much about it. But uh, other than that, we'll start this one off. This is like a, a freestyle episode because the, the news week was kind of slow. Same old shit. Nothing really interesting to talk about too much. So um, we're going to start the show off talking about, uh, let's see, how are we going to lead into this? We're we'll we'll to lead into we'll... the legend, the legend, league of legends. Yeah, we're going to do it like this, a little something
4: them with the right hand but they continue to clinch and and they Pretty say protect impressive. yourself at all times that's what they say you bet you. Oh! And Jake
1: Paul caught Nate Robinson of the Good way night Irene Go.
4: Faint oh there's a faint from
1: Jake
0: Cody oh, oh my god, god. Down. lord have mercy oh Jesus god lord Snoop Snoop, talk
3: about breaking it, it, it like
0: lord. it's hot oh.
4: Wow! Nothing funny about what's happening with Nate Robinson, but Snoop Dogg is is singing the hymns. He's trying Good to get the ring. Oh no! Oh, man, oh, the problem time. child <laughs> proving to be a big problem oh, for Nate Robinson. My goodness and of course <laughs> Ambulance, pick well, up people. we need uh definite medical attention for nate robinson and against we'll this is why you break. don't play
1: boxing brother
4: nah. <laughs> yo that was funny as hell man well you know who i would say that is uh more exciting than the main event
3: if you ask me 50 bucks i haven't bought a pay-per-view since probably 2002 i think that one Dang. back then i, I bought was a TNA pay-per-view, which is now Impact Wrestling. That was about 20 or 25 bucks. This thing last right. night was $50, and I said I had to get it hook or crook. I didn't want to get stuck looking for a, um, you know, a pirated link or whatever they call them. So yeah. I just said, I'm going to go ahead, pay the money, and get the joint. Now we're going to get into whether it was worth the money. I know you said you didn't really see too much of the whole show.
4: No, I just caught the uh, Snoop performance, and uh, I did catch that neat fall down, and then I caught uh, Tyson and Jones going at it a little something. All right, so, yeah, it was in an empty arena out at
3: the Staples Center out in California, and mm-hmm. it was, like, a few preliminary matches, which by that time I had just ate like an hour or two before the show started, so I basically had the itis, so I was kind of in and out. Uh, Because
4: they started around nine o'clock, right?
3: Yeah, started it started at nine, and like I said, they had like it was like about three other matches matches before the main event in the joint with Nate Robinson. So, them joints was born and shit. Nothing really exciting happening, and and I was dozing off on and off throughout that whole segment of the show. And then one Hmm. part of the whole show, which was kind of weird, was they had a couple of artists that were highlighted. And each artist did about three songs. It seemed like, uh, what was it, St. John or St. JHN and YG and French Montana was there. And uh, Wiz Khalifa Khalifa performed. But, uh, man, that shit was just too much, man. I really didn't want to see them cats, you know. And I personally, I, I think it was a bad
4: move. Wow. Wow, that's not good. That's not a good look. Now, let me ask you this. The preliminary fights you said you were kind of bored with, were those also older or seasoned fighters or people who just weren't even in boxing that they just slapped together to make it a, you know, give it a loose card to make it seem interesting?
3: I don't have everybody name listed in front of me, but I know Ortiz. I've heard of him, right? But the other casts, mm-hmm. I really didn't know too much about. They seem like younger boxers. Um, so, I don't know. There might have been somebody that's under the promoter because the people that did the show is CES Boxing, and they also do MMA shows around the country and things like that. So, okay. um, I, I really don't know the background on them dudes. All I know is she was kind of boring, and then when they put the rappers in there with their songs, it just, I don't know. It didn't, To me, it didn't do what they thought it was going to do. I mean, I know kids are looking at 12 to 25 demo or whatever, but... Yeah, that shit was just a little bit over the top and too much. Now, Snoop was cool, you know. I can mess right. with Wiz Khalifa a little bit, but the other cats, no, nah, I ain't really want to hear all that. So that was going <laughs> on in between the matches. And then we get up to the point with your man Nate Robinson. Him and, what's the guy named, Jake Paul. Now, I don't even know who Jake Paul is, never even really heard of him. I guess he's like a YouTube star or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... Um. So, so that was That was the match And I didn't even know Nate Robinson Was gonna be on the show Right Because I saw his name At the beginning I was like That's dude I know that dude from Right That's <laughs> your man From the NBA yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I remember him From the NBA And the slam dunk championships And all that shit But man right. Oh man Did he get floored Or what
4: Huh
3: What the fuck Was he thinking Number one Snoop mentioned this too <laughs> Came out there in some damn basketball shoes Oh, <laughs> I mean, That's what they looked like They was basketball shoes and shit And then he had on the Knicks colors I'm like why would you, I'll say this respect, respectfully New York City But why the fuck would you wear the Knicks colors <laughs> You know yeah. so he came yeah. in there he Came in there with the Knicks gear on And he had the basketball Boxing shoes on And he came every time he came out there running Running towards the dude Boom
4: you know. Well, I heard him say before the fight that he wanted to prove to the world that he was one of the best overall athletes in the world, you know, because he won the slam dunk contest for those who have uh, been living under the rock. Nate is not the tallest uh, NBA player uh, we had, but, you know, to win that to win that uh, dunking contest, you definitely need some ups, and that, that's something he got. I don't know with that punch if he lunged and thinking he was going to dunk something, but Homeboy caught him with that that I don't know if it was a hook or a straight punch, but I know he fell straight down to the canvas with his hands by his hips. Yeah. And that was a bad look.
3: Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. He uh he messed him up bad, man. So that was that was one of the most interesting parts of the show. And then you get into the main event with Roy Jones and Mike Tyson. Um <laughs> <laughs> it was eight rounds, two minutes per round, so it was a 16-minute show, basically. That's um, right. I mean, what do, what can you expect? I mean, them dudes are old. They both look burnt out. Damn near the end. it's just like, damn. They just look Yeah, running. yeah. You know, they look burnt the fuck out, but it was
4: what it was. You know, was. as I watched it, G-Man, man. as I watched it, not just cut you, but just the walking, man. Roy was walking in. I mean, I know you're 50-plus, but damn, you can't bounce, spring, you know, move sides. You know, act like you're going to a fight. I mean, you're walking in, your hands to the side. It's like you're walking to a death sentence or something, you and know? And he
3: still think everybody want to hear his records. <laughs> 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 I don't know if you caught that part.
4: <laughs> oh, yeah, I did. Y'all must have forgot, right? I think y'all must have forgot. Oh,
3: it. man, I don't you know? know, man. I remember them, that phase, though. That was, like, around 03 or something, 04. Serious XM is right free right too
1: now. Too man. Hold on a second. So you can
2: enjoy your getaway.
4: All right, you there? Yep. All right. So, yeah. You know, <laughs> at least when Mike came in, you know, he started doing a little couple of, you know, jumping ups and just, you know, moving around, shaking off the cobwebs, I guess. But, you know, Roy was just walking back and forth. I guess he was doing the rooster, the rooster technique, right? That's what he used. The I can't even remember. I can't
3: even remember. Um, mm-hmm. All I know yeah. is them cats were slow as hell. But like I said, it's expected. Uh For the most part, was it worth fifty bucks? I mean, shit. It is what it is. Thirty, thirty or twenty five would have been better. But uh, right. yeah, it's, cause shit. It seemed like we paid for a damn concert, you know, based on all the groups that was there performing, and and then you had the other preliminary matches before the the main two or whatever so it is what it is uh on a scale of one to ten i give the show probably about a
4: a six or a seven just for the thought six or seven (laughs) that's that's what i that's that's what i was thinking too i was around a seven you know maybe a seven and, and a tenth or something like that but i really wanted to know and i think this was a british um affiliated event uh, but they had did you see the promo for Triller i don't know who Triller is but yeah I mean, i'm I mean to look that up
0: mhm
3: let me see but um Triller right. at first i thought Jack Thriller had something to do with it or Triller you know but Triller Triller is an entertainment platform built for creators a social video community where you can show the world who you are by capturing flawless videos and sharing them in seconds so I guess that's mm. some type of new social media app. Okay, so they just bought some uh, promo spots in the ring. Uh uh-huh. Yep, Triller. Got it. Okay. T-R-I-L-L-E-R. So yeah, social video platform. So that's something new. Uh, they got mm-hmm. a bunch of reviews here on the Google thing and whatnot for the app. So i have to check that out and see what's up with that. Um. But in other news, I know we wasn't going to get into too much of anything too tough this week, but... I was Seattle, and this is nothing big because it happens over here on the East Coast all the time. And they won't even mention any names of the alleged groups, but this has always been kind of an interesting thing to me. Seattle area homeowners report sovereign citizens' uh, property seizure attempts Okay, out there in Seattle. So they're saying this is quote-unquote... Their group believes they own all of the land between Alaska and Argentina and all the islands in between, a police sergeant says. I don't know if they're talking about the Moors or what, but uh, it says they knock at your door and might be someone attempting to take you home. Police in the suburbs of North Seattle. So that's going further up um, from the South and Central District and all that. Central District used to be the main Stay for black folks out there, by the way. But police in the suburbs, north of Seattle, say so-called sovereign citizens have been visiting homes in the last two communities, in in at least two communities, presenting homeowners with official-looking documents and announcing that they're there uh, for their rightful ownership. All right, in at least one case, a homeowner was told uh, she was being evicted. uh, Seattle's Cairo TV reported Uh, the group believes. that they're, like I just said, they own all the land between Alaska and Argentina and all the islands in between. And that's what the same cop said. So the group has been known to operate in other parts of the US as well. According to the report in North Carolina, a couple took over a million, multi million dollar home that had been put up for sale and barricaded themselves inside uh, until ultimately being arrested and for trespassing. Then in Maryland, a member of the group moved into a 12-bedroom mansion. I think I remember that story. All right. right. So authorities in Edmonds and Wood Woodway, which is kind of like on the outskirts of Seattle, both in Washington State, uh, have been in contact with the FBI about the incidents there. And then it goes on to say some other things about that. So people still putting down moves using the whole sovereignty deal.
4: Um, do you know anything about that? No, I heard about it, but um, I was trying to find out the history on it because I don't think this is the first time they, you know, made attempts to go around and making their presence be known.
3: Um, yeah, it, it, it gets into, if you know, the sovereign law. All right. And I'm not an expert on it. I, I got a book here as big as an old school phone book with all that stuff in it. And I still haven't read through any of it, but. A lot of that in that book has to do with situations like this. So you get pulled over for a ticket, you don't have your license right or your place ain't right. You can say, Hey, look, I'm a whatever, whatever, under a cold or whatever, whatever, whatever. You go to court. You could go in there if you bad enough and cold enough, feel you cold enough to do it. You could fight the judge, say, Hey, cold, boom, 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 you are illegal in what you're doing. Y'all keep going back and forth, exchanging shit. Now, I hear stories of people getting fucked up behind this. Yeah. You know, going to court, trying to stuff, trying stuff with their cars and their license plates and getting these houses or whatever. And then there's some people mm-hmm. that, you know, what happens, happens. Well, um, yeah, it's right. definitely something um, to stay up on and, and look into because it is happening out here. And, uh, yeah, and, yeah,
4: and 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 you know that's out on the on the west. But about seven years back, I think there was a, there was a man that broke into a six million dollar mansion in Maryland. Mm-hmm. And when the police showed up, he claimed he was a Moorish national, and produced paperwork that said proved his ownership. Mm-hmm. Um, now I, I didn't find out the end results on that, but I know, like you said, with certain states and certain uh, regions. The Moors do claim to have a, uh, I don't know if it's a treaty or there's some type of uh, documentation to where they are off limits in regards to them uh, being citizens or being subjected to the laws of of this uh, country. Mm -hmm. Very interesting to see how this will play out due to the given political climate we have in the country and the the new president taking place. We're probably going to see a whole bunch of different groups coming to the forefront in regards to this big shift in the political uh, dynamics of, of this country
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah It'll be interesting to see where that goes Like it's a whole bunch of clips on here for you people That want to know a little bit more about the whole Moore situation and what it has to do with Law and claim and things uh, I'll give you some examples of something you could look up uh, This one is Moore Versus Judge M-O-O-R, second word is Versus or V-S dot And it's judge That one's from about six years ago I think this was the one where everybody cleared out the courtroom okay well, he started getting in the judge ass it was weird <clears throat> people just start running uh you got that one you got morris man schools judge and court on his rights explanation mark indigenous rights you can look that one up yeah uh, that's on youtube that's about 11 minutes but it's a gang of videos on that whole thing and and, and how people use it and if it's something even you want to deal with personally I wouldn't touch it because I can't remember whole paragraphs word by word and they had my black ass locked up for life. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah,
4: yes Hold on, I yes think indeed. I, hold
3: up. I might have a short clip here. Let me see. Yeah,
4: man, the Morris brothers, man, the Morris nation. It's real. A lot of history with that. Yes, yes, indeed. A whole lot of history. <laughs>
3: uh, yeah, you definitely might. Want to check that out. We are currently at the 20 minute mark in the show. And like I said, nothing really has been going down in the news. So, right quick, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a little break here and figure out what the hell we're going to do next, y'all.
1: Be right back. Not a uh, tell not now you only have one car I heard the world's going broke I heard you can't pay your rent and your car notes. I heard your hours got cut heard you had to speed your shower time up uh, yeah. terrible. heard they repoed your crib, got your final bankruptcy something gotta give oh, that's cool. yeah. I heard your car got declined. Had to leave all your groceries at the line. I'm embarrassed. Yo, I heard you applying for welfare. And medi cause you can't afford your health care Heard you had to stop eating out Stocking up on rice and beans to put in your seed's mouth wow. what a tragedy! Heard you had to stop spoiling Had to take they cell phones, they be going over minutes they now. No more no 20,000 text message fees Had to sell the 360, PlayStation, and the weed. Heard nice. you had to let the plasma go oh, shit. Heard you had to ride the transit Whoa! No. The world's going broke, it's what they school to me, but I've been broke my whole fucking life, it's nothing new to me. Yo, the world's going broke, it's what they school to me, but I've been broke my whole fucking life, it's nothing new to me. Somalia, tell them. Africa, tell them. Baghdad, tell them, it's nothing new to me. Russia, tell them. Thailand, tell them. Philippines, tell them, it's nothing new to me. India, tell them. Mexico, tell them. Italy, tell them, it's nothing new to me. Japan, tell them, yo, Korea, tell them, yo, shine tell them, it's nothing new to me. So everybody tell them, it's nothing new to me. Damn, guess the whole world's crumbling. Now everybody gotta hit the block hustling. Damn, now you gotta drop some apps off. Hit the lumber yard and get down with the hacksaw. Damn. Now it's back to 8.50, flipping burgers, customer service, and heavy lifting. Damn, guess you gotta hold off on them Nike dunks. So you'll have enough gas for the week and eat a proper lunch. Damn, these kids is bored out their mind today, look like they just gonna have to go on outside and play. Damn, can't afford blackjack tonight, guess you gonna have to stay home and spend time with your wife. Damn, no more HD or internet, now you gotta use the libraries on your friends instead. Damn. Now you gotta drink water, no more lattes, energy drinks, or pina coladas. Damn, now you gotta work for a living, no, work for a living. Life is so unforgiving, they say the world broke, word, that's strange, see, I've been broke my whole life, and ain't shit changed. They say the world broke, word, that's strange, see, I've been broke my whole life, and ain't shit changed. Yo, the world's going broke, sweat, they schoolin' me, but I've been broke my whole fucking life, it's nothing new to me. Say the world's going Indie. broke, it's what they They're school to me I done broke my whole fucking life, Something nothing new to me What he's telling, it's nothing new to me
3: Yeah, yeah Reality rap Yeah, that's that real shit, right? Yes, indeed Something yes, to indeed. make you think, something to make you think Mhm. I was just thinking during that cut, and it was a topic we were supposed to talk about a while ago, and we never end up dealing with. Um, we were talking about the future of buffets in America. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know, and I'm greedy as fuck, as you know. So you know, I like to eat a lot, man. Sometimes I'm I'm starting to slow down yeah. a little bit, but yeah, I love my buffets, man. But I definitely wouldn't want to go into one right now and touch all those different handles. <laughs>
4: Oh, hell no,
3: man. And all that shit. Uh, I see <laughs> there are a few that are still open in the United States and certain parts of the country, but here I know like Old Country Buffet they even took buffet off the sign. So it just says Old Country. Oh, man. And I think their angle yeah, yeah. Is they're just going after like trying to do catering gigs or have a couple people in at a time to rent the dining room or something like that.
4: Right. You know, it's funny you mention that because, uh, you know, after that, after Thursday, you you would think people have all this abundance of food at home or at the right. table or even, you know, back in days we would make plates. And then I'm driving and I'm passing places like uh, uh, Starbucks and just, uh, you know, other places. And I'm seeing the cars lined up. I'm like, yo, don't y'all have food at home? Like people still, still. what I call risking it, it's how greedy Americans are. Yeah. And ignorant, just still out purchasing food when they have food that they have made and prepared within the home that they can consume. But they meanwhile go out and purchase this fast food, junk food, and expose themselves potentially to something that could really, you know, kill themselves and their family. Yeah. I just don't see, you know, I love the buffets too. I mean, when everything was clean, I used to love pay my whatever eight ninety nine and, you know, mm-hmm. go to my particular section and over and over and over and just overindulge on that but you know right now with all of the things that's going on and they close down a lot of them like you said it's it just not worth it to me man yeah it's really not worth it you
3: and you mean? hit a note too right there where you were talking about people still going to, to restaurants period now I'm guilty of it shit you know I'm out working <laughs> the field. I might get hungry <clears throat> I'll grab a burger or something like that but yeah we really we really shouldn't be eating takeout anyway
4: At all, man,
3: at all. You know, um, I've seen some things in some of these restaurants that go on. Even the ones that you think are super clean or or somewhat, quote-unquote, classy. You don't know what background or what the house looks like, where the staff members come from, you know. And these people, they bring all that shit to work with them, you know I mean? It's just nasty, nastiness, period. So,
4: yeah, in this period, and, and, man.
3: you know. We all should try to do better when it comes down to uh, eating out, period, in these different restaurants. But, yeah, the, the buffet thing is pretty much done. Um, I know they're yep. still getting closer to releasing this vaccine. So the buffets, yep. for the most part, I think, will probably be out of action for another six or seven months. I yeah. And maybe longer because, yeah. like I say, when they implement this vaccine and get it going, Still, going to have situations where you're going to have people coming in and out the country or people trying to get in the country and the possibility of transferring that shit or whatever. So,
4: yeah, you know, we live yeah. in some wild, wild time. Wild time. So, yeah, speaking yeah. of speaking of wild man, did you uh, I don't know what you did in your social media bag this week, but one thing that I did uh happen to scrape up was this, uh, and the reason why it struck a nerve with me because this dude was actually uh out in front of his own studio in, uh, in uh, France, police came up to him because he didn't have his mask or whatever. He tried to get back into his studio and it ended up being a situation where he was brutalized by multiple officers because of this new global security law. I'm not sure if you heard of it that they're trying to impose. Nah,
3: nah, I didn't hear about that.
4: Okay, well, um, I- I'll read a little bit of it to you. Demonstrations took place across France on Saturday against the proposed global security law and a signature measure to restrict filming of police officers. It mm-hmm. came as calls to withdraw were, were uh, exacerbated by cases of police violence this week. Mm-hmm. Um, so it says here, the collective call stop, I don't know how to pronounce this in French, stop lawyer security global, Globalial, or stop global security law, is composed of journalists, unions, human rights, NGOs, and other groups. They are advocating for the withdrawal of Articles 21 and 22 of the proposed law, which organized mass surveillance mm-hmm. and Article 24, which would penalize the malicious uh, decimation of the image of police officers. Mm-hmm. Now, um, more than 100 local elected officials from the Paris region announced their participation in the protest via a public forum in the French weekly newspaper. Um, the protest has marked the end of a tense week that saw two major police violence cases. Just as the law was being reviewed by France's lower chamber, the National Assembly, mm-hmm. the bill was amended by the government lawmakers to ensure the freedom of the press, and will heed to the will head to the Senate in December. Mm-hmm. Um, now I don't know the guy's name. Um, that got beat up, but this dude kind of looked like a Rodney King situation. I don't know if they were using, you know, their billy clubs or what have you, right. but you know, his, eye, his eyes were shut, his lips were swollen. I mean, you, you clearly saw bruises and, 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 you know, dried up blood all over his face. But um, mm-hmm. that just goes to show you, um, this thing here in America is not just um, with certain police officers here in, in our country. This, this is a global situation you know, myself, I've been to South America and and I've seen police brutality on the streets of Brazil as well. Right. And if it, if it wasn't for these phones and, you know, I guess Twitter and other social media platforms that get this information out almost instantly, uh, it would still be a dark spot underneath the subsurface in countries around the world. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, this this global security law, law that they tried to pass, it's ironic how while it was being reviewed, you see these officers still committing these atrocious acts to where it needs to be viewed and it needs to be recorded and documented so that the rest of the world can see and put it on a higher platform for it to be addressed.
3: And where was this at again?
4: This was in France. Um, France, I'm trying to see if it was in Paris or not. Um, I'm trying to see, but... um, yeah, it was shocking because it was a brother that – he's a music producer. You know what I'm yeah. saying? This is a guy who – I don't know if he went outside just to have a smoke, but he was right in front of his own studio. Right. I mean, could you imagine being in front of the place that you own and officers come and tell you to put a mask on? Yeah,
3: I, I believe it. And then
4: beat you up? It's, it's crazy, man, you know? Yeah, it's crazy. It's
3: crazy, and but that's just – goes to show how it works out here with all this and you know a lot of times what happens over there is just the testing grounds for different things and
4: yeah, like I always definitely. say
3: okay. you know it'll end up over here you know yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but check it out we're at like the 30 minute mark for this episode and like I said before this was like a freestyle episode we really ain't had nothing to talk about this week because we, we both had other things going on in addition to work and different things so it is what it is And I got like About 66,000 records Sitting in front of me Right now And I Ooh re- Why so many Well you know why But and but I can't play any of them But I know one thing If I play this right here I won't get in trouble Because guess what I got the publisher On the line y'all So this is the Scramble Live <laughs> Podcast And we about to get The fuck out of here y'all Peace Bye bye Come on Come on